2: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
0: well this week i am at 1111 mississippi in the lafayette square neighborhood with jason arnold the vice president of operations for hamilton hospitality and bob colosimo who is the manager of 1111 mississippi which this month is celebrating its 20th anniversary. So 11.11 has been around for two decades now. you got to be proud of that.
2: We're very proud of it. It's a battle every day. We want to take care of our guests coming in for lunch and dinner, day in, day out. So we're very proud of the fact that we've been here for 20 years.
0: So with Paul and Wendy's vision, what do you think it was when they started this place?
2: Well, I think uh, they were looking. Paul wanted to own his own uh, place, and he was found the property here in Lafayette Square and 20 years ago, you know, he was one of the founders that helped regenerate this whole area. So um, you know, he he says people look at him now as being a genius but 20 years ago, he took a big gamble to come into the neighborhood, he had a vision for it, and people followed him.
0: Well, what's incredible to me is if this was the first place within that two decade span they opened the PW Pizza Place, Vendassette, the 24 First Street, uh, Brewer's Bar, Hamilton Steakhouse, and Winnie's Wine Bar. Right, right. <laughs> so it's a lot of places. Yeah,
2: and and a greenhouse too, and a large greenhouse, and uh, in ground garden too. So all in our Lafayette Square little little area here.
0: Yeah, so those are all very diverse places. Um, Jason, can you speak to the the evolution of, of the company.
1: Yeah, I think I came in, I came in about seventeen years ago. Paul and Wendy and I and Bob we all have known each other working for a cruise line for about thirty years now. But. Uh, they were getting a lot of requests for private events and rehearsal dinners, which you really can't do very well at 11:11. So they looked at buying a building, and they looked all over the city. And it turns out they found one right down the street at 2017 Shodo. So as they opened that building, all the money that was being made at 11:11 went into refurbishing that building. And we started off with a rooftop restaurant and a couple of event spaces at about eight tenants. Then over the course of fifteen years. We ended up building out 21st Street, PW Pizza, uh, a number of different event spaces. And people always ask us, did you have a 15-year plan? And we took it year by year. I mean, it was a wild ride. Every couple of years, we'd just start our next project and then take those profits and put it into the one going going forward. Finally, we opened Hamilton's and then uh, started actually as a brewery, which didn't succeed on our end. Um, so then we, uh, went our own way, did Hamilton Steakhouse and then did, uh, Winnie's just a year ago. So, um, you know, in that time, you're right, we've opened, uh, about eight or nine different businesses.
0: Well, opening one restaurant is an uphill battle. Most people would say, right? Yeah. So you have all these different places. Why did they want to keep going and expanding instead of just staying put with what they had already built? I think that uh, is is really paul 's personality
1: uh, and, and Paul and Wendy would agree. Wendy uh, is very involved in the business Paul's very involved in the business, but he was just very driven uh, for a number of years, and when the opportunity existed, he took advantage of it in a good way He, he felt very strongly about. Uh, providing this neighborhood with more places that they could dine and enjoy. Uh, he felt like he was building a reputation to help the community, and he was excited about uh, employing people and giving them benefits, which is something that is kind of rare in our in our business sometimes. So, you know, we've had people that have worked with us 17, 18 years now, and we
0: consider that a credit to where we started and our vision for the business. Bob, tell me about 1111 Mississippi. What is the specialty of this place? What What makes it magical
2: having long time staff members here when the guests come in you know we have a lot of regular guests thank goodness and uh, you know we're a neighborhood restaurant so you see the same faces and i think there's a familiarity that when you go into a place and you see some of the same faces that are going to take care of you that that's very important yes the food is delicious the service is there but you build up those relationships with those, um, with your guests, you mentioned the greenhouse. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, the greenhouse. I mean, it, it started with a, like aeroponic, and again, this goes back to Paul and Wendy and their vision of, hey, can we grow something? Can we can we do something? And so it's a it's a pretty big uh, greenhouse, and you know we do a, a lot of our lettuces, we do a lot of greens, um, herbs, and and it can, it goes year round. And so we just kind of take think that it's uh, just a common place, but we can go right down the street or we have our gardener that will bring in daily all those fresh greens to the restaurant.
1: I think that, you know, I'm always amazed when I have a salad, I'm like, wow, this just really does taste better than the salad I make at home from the supermarket greens. So I think that, you know, the people that know, know, and they can appreciate the fact that uh, that we're bringing it right to the table. Now,
0: Hamilton's. Steakhouse, which is one of my favorite places in St. Louis. Uh, I love the steaks there and everything else that goes with them. Uh, tell me about, you, did you mention that it, it you, you started out as a, a brewery?
1: Yes. Yeah, so we partnered with Charleville Brewing. And, um, you know, based on the idea that there were a lot of great restaurants with uh, breweries moving downtown, um, I don't think that it was a good mix for us. We found out very early on that if, uh, if the partnership doesn't make sense, Then you got to pivot. So I candidly didn't think that. St. Louis needed another Steakhouse downtown, but when we opened we got really positive reviews and I think that if you look at a lot of the Steakhouses in in the city and around in the community, they're legacy Steakhouses. They really haven't changed since they've opened, which might have been 30 or 40 years ago. I think we brought a, a maybe a little bit more of a fresh aspect to that and you know the Steakhouse is a Steakhouse, so you don't want to change too many things, but you want it to be reflective of what your vision
0: is. And instead of beer, bourbon is kind of the specialty, right? <laughs> Bourbon's always kind
1: of been in the on the shelves
0: of uh, all of our uh, all of our bars throughout the years. And
1: I will tell you that when we went into this, we thought we knew a lot about steaks. Um, you know, Bob went to the culinary, Paul went to Penn State, I went to Cornell. We've obviously opened a number of different places. We felt like we had a pretty good repertoire and understanding of what steaks were. We took the time, went up to Chicago, did a research trip, and we went to Buckhead Meat. And on that, I, gosh, on that Saturday or Friday morning, we must have tasted <laughs> 10 or 15 different cuts uh, from prime to choice, a whole host of uh, different ways to age it. All of the things that you know, go into what you put onto your menu. And, um, and it was amazing how much we've, we learned from that and continue to learn.
0: I had no idea about the connection to cruise lines. <laughs> I find that fascinating. So what did you learn working on a cruise line that is carried over to here?
2: efficiency uh, storing you know uh, everything is space is something that you you make you don't have space <laughs> and we have small kitchens here and uh, uh, in in tight kitchens so you learn to order properly um, you're always high quality of food too a high quality of standard people when they go uh, whether this whether it's to any of the Hamilton hospitality expect a certain level of, of service and so we learn not only from the back of the house We work front of the house, and so there's a level of service and um, food that go together.
0: So, unfortunately, there was a fire uh, a few months ago, and that affected Vendassette, the building that had Vendassette and PW Pizza and 21st Century Brewer's Bar, what is happening with that right now?
1: Well, right now we are—we uh, have emptied it out, and it's being shown. We have a broker that's shown it to a number of different people. We've actually had some interest, and uh, we believe that there will be an offer here shortly. Um, we. You know, we hope and we expect that it's going to be something special, um, and we doubt it would be something that it used to be, which was a multi-level entertainment really uh, destination. Uh, we expect that it'll probably end up being, hopefully, some retail and then also residential uh, because of the development in this area. You look across the street; there's a brand new apartment complex that's gone up with some really nice uh, units. We think that uh, that you know what might not have been possible 17 years ago putting residential in there would be a really great fit of course we'd love for that to happen because we're restaurants we'd love to see people uh, come in and be guests of
0: ours so are you selling it or leasing it we are going to sell it okay yes. so someone else will own it and do whatever they want with it um how about the hamiltons uh since they've lost three restaurants in their portfolio are they thinking of opening another one <laughs>
1: Well, uh, yes, ideally we will sell it, and we've already had uh, developers who want to come in and buy it talk to us about uh, then renting out space and opening up Vindicet again or opening up 21st Street. And as appealing as that may sound, um, you know, I, I feel very fortunate that I was part of Vindicet. And, and all the operations in there, and we had such an amazing run. When Vindesat burned, it had just been voted the best uh, French restaurant in St. Louis. Uh, most restaurants, when they cease operation, cease, and they're just kind of a, a quiet death. And Vindesat was, I can say, at the top of its game, as were PW and Milan Events. So, as sad as it is, um, I think that you know our next our next opportunity hopefully we'll be in this neighborhood because we do love the neighborhood, Um, but it probably, I shouldn't say that, we're not focused just on that building. Um, We're gonna see what else is uh, being built across the street
0: and we have opportunities that we've discussed uh, there uh, as well. Well, while you mentioned the neighborhood, uh, Bob, I wanna ask you, since you said you've been here 15 years in this particular spot, how have you seen this neighborhood evolve, Lafayette Square?
2: Oh, it's, it's amazing, you know, when you, uh, and it's piece by piece, um, you know, from one building, from one, you know, housing unit to another housing unit. Um, and, and because of the historic nature, when, when somebody comes in here to uh, rehab or refurbish something, it has to go to a certain historic standards. So um, you've seen each street just kind of develop over over the years and uh um beautiful neighborhood people will come in all the time and especially like this time of year when you travel up and down um lafayette square the colors are just just magnificent but the buildings um you know are just um put back into their original state and really a special special part of the city that a lot of people um especially if you live you know outside of this area the downtown area and um to invite him over to come over and take a look around, drive through uh, during the day so you can kind of see the, the beautiful homes um, and the, the, the architecture. People, you know, it's not uncommon when you just drive back and forth to work. You see people out filming or, or, or taking photographs of all these beautiful homes up in the square. And, um, again, it becomes we're, we're here day in, day out. But it is really special if you don't live in this pocket of the city. Come on down and take a look at it.
0: Do you know anything about this building, the history of this building, 1111 Mississippi's Inn?
2: There's, you know, 1111 is nestled in between two other buildings. And it was uh, built in 1903 by the Robert Johnson Rand Shoe Company. And this building Um, did the Ladies' Heels. So it was part of the Robert Johnson Rand Shoe Company, built in 1903. And then before that, this area was part of the Schneider Brewing Company, which the last standing building was the Vindesette Building. And uh, this was the, um, oh, what was it, the beer garden. So it, it came all the way down from where our where Vindicet Building is, all the way up to here. And of course then that was taken down and then the shoe companies came in at the turn of the last century.
0: Yeah, I was at Squires a few weeks ago for this segment and learned about some of the history of Lafayette Square, the tornado in the 1890s, the wrought iron fence around Lafayette Park that is the original fence, that's (laughs) crazy. Uh, So it's no wonder that the Hamiltons want to uh, stay established in this particular neighborhood. Uh, Jason, let me ask you about Winnie, since that's mm-hmm. the newest place. Wine Bar, maybe not everyone knows it's, it exists yet. Um how has that gone so far? What was the the plan for Winnie's?
1: Yeah, so when, uh, when we opened um, Hamilton's, uh, the brewery was still in existence. And then the brewery decided for a number of reasons that they weren't going to continue to have a downtown location. So we sat on the space and we talked a little bit about what we wanted to do. And uh, at that point, it was just post-COVID, so we were very careful about... Uh, where we invested our money and our time so we came up uh, with the idea we were all fans as, as much as we love bourbon and beer we're all fans of wine so we uh, decided that we would do really a small plate wine uh, restaurant for a number of different reasons one is we love wine uh, we've traveled uh, we've been fortunate to travel all over the world and taste wine so that's really where the theme if you've come into the, uh, the bar you see the theme is is based on some of our travels and then also one of the considerations uh, not a lot of people know Know, is that all the food is coming out of the same kitchen as Hamilton Steakhouse. It's already a really small kitchen and the steakhouse is already really busy so we didn't mm-hmm. want to overwhelm it with this monstrous menu and we decided we were going to be very targeted um, and add the things that we thought went best with wine, small plates made sense, uh, and we turned it into a real, from a real industrial feeling space when it was a brewery, which is pretty common, into a real warm and inviting space with lounge furniture and you know some, some uh, tables for you to sit. If you're going to eat, things of that nature. There's an outdoor wine garden that you know we're still working on, but it's beautiful. So we're we're really happy with uh, what the results. It's about a year old, maybe a little bit more. Um, and uh, we're really getting, our, our team there, uh, their average seniority is about eight years. Uh, they came from our other operations and we're getting really positive feedback from uh, guests,
0: whether it's online or just in person. So we're really optimistic that you know, Winnie's has a long future ahead of it. Jason Arnold, the vice president of operations for the Hamilton Hospitality Group, Robert Colosimo, the general manager of 1111 Mississippi, celebrating its 20th anniversary this month, Thanks, guys, so much for your time. It was really fascinating to learn about these places.
2: It's our pleasure. Thank you very much for uh, joining us, and we just expect everybody to come down and help celebrate with us. We're we're happy to have you.
1: Scott, thanks uh, for finding us and including us. This is a a great thing that you're doing, and uh, hopefully we find uh, more spots like these little neighborhood gems, uh, and we appreciate you coming in.